millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott. Joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, I left the office at 5 p.m. last night and the Last of Us HBO trailer dropped immediately after. So <laughs> we dove on it. We watched it again before uh, start of business today. And we're diving on to do our immediate thoughts, reactions, etc. Start of business. That's very professional. I know. I've got to get as professional as possible when this HBO show is doing the run. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit mixed on it. I think um, that it looks very promising, but I think you should take the lead because you're far more positive on it than me. Scott Telford, I'm going to make a statement right now that will backfire in my face <laughs> when this show debuts but I genuinely think if this is anything but the best video game adaptation of all time it is falling short <laughs> I was blown away by this trailer and just thinking about the caliber of talent mm. both on screen and off if that doesn't add up to the best video game adaptation ever made yes. something has gone wrong in my opinion because it is insane the amount <laughs> of talent and quality that's going behind this production and from what I've seen from this trailer it seems to be showing up on film as well yeah you're completely right I mean obviously you've got Chernobyl's Craig Mazin you've got Neil Druckmann coming across from Naughty Dog you've got the incredible casting you're Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey as uh, Joel Linnelli um, and you, there was someone else added in the trailer that you mentioned Melanie Linsky yes. who has uh, recently been starring in Yellow Jackets which is obviously mm-hmm. uh, really popular I've actually not seen her in that but I've seen her in other stuff mm-hmm. that I've really enjoyed so it's like just a stacked cast whether yes. it's like main characters or whether it's bit parts in the case of Melanie Linsky interestingly mm-hmm. uh, she is playing a brand new character called Kathleen that we don't know much about yep, yep. but it just seems like every role is kind of cast like perfectly mm-hmm. in my opinion the th- yeah the thing that I said I was uh, mixed on it's not that it doesn't look immaculate for what they're going for I think the thing that's interesting and the conversations that I imagine will emerge around it is that idea of you know the original source material Last of Us is already held up as one of the best video games of all time very much pushed forward the idea of you know cinematically shot cutscenes that are carrying on from where the likes of Metal Gear Solid and Chart had left off and for me when you have such perfect incredibly already shot filmic source material yeah. there's very little ground to cover when you're adapting it to a movie or a TV show and so for me it's it's okay it's like what else have you guys done have you just recreated the scenes that we already know and love and are you saying the same dialogue it's not that I didn't think Pedro Pascal the little clip that came out um, a couple of weeks ago where we got to hear Pedro talk as Joel it's not that that wasn't impressive and it's not that he hasn't nailed Troy Baker's tone or anything but I'm going into it for what else have you got like I don't right. just want to watch you know if I'm going from an active medium gaming to a passive medium uh, TV show then you know I already have the passive elements those boxes are already ticked that, that's just the cutscenes anyway so I want to know what else they're doing and so uh, we talked about before we were recording the idea of you know it's almost been 10 years since The Last of Us 1 we've had The Last of Us Part 2 we now have the upcoming multiplayer
uh, uh, factions uh, game, and we have the TV show. So I wonder if the likes of Neil Druckmann reapproach The Last of Us as a franchise now and go, okay, we can see these other things in here and do different, you know, story points that maybe we can pay off later. Yeah. Do they hint at, you know, what's going to happen in Last of Us Two, the likes of Abby potentially and things like that? I know the timelines don't necessarily match up, but I'm just thinking if you're the overall creator, do you take a more holistic approach to the first part now, knowing that it is part one of something else? It's interesting just to break down some of what you said before you got into like the specific mm. uh, maybe elaborations that might happen to the plot. You know, mm. you talked about being a video game fan coming to this uh, TV show, mm. and I'm obviously a big video game fan as well. But that's uh, hence hey. why we're on WhatCultureGaming.com. Hey. Eh? Uh, but obviously, this so much of this show is going to appeal to a brand new audience, yes. and I think the conversations get interesting when you talk about what each audience is going to want. Obviously, there's going to be a section of the uh, video game fan base like yourself who doesn't just want to see the cutscenes repeated, who wants this kind of more uh, elaboration on the story, mm. whereas there's going to be a brand new audience who only watch uh, TV, and then they're going to experience the story completely fresh, mm. who might just want the story as it was, you yeah. know, to get yeah. the uh, the same experience that we got 10 years ago, almost. Mm. When you talk about the elaboration side of things, uh, even just from this trailer, like I said, with the glimpses of like some new characters, yes. and kind of more integration of uh, the Left Behind DLC, or mm. at least as it seems, we got a few shots of Riley and Ellie, you know, together on the uh, carousel, mm -hmm. for instance. It does seem like they're kind of fleshing out the story while keeping the structure of it potentially the same. Yeah. I don't think we'll get any kind of major divergences or mm. any major sort of uh, kind of Last of Us 2 scenes in The Last of Us no, not Last of Us two. series, but I, I do think we will get a certain sense of elaboration on the original story. Like, I think Neil Druckmann might have mentioned that already in that they were right. filling in some of the blanks. That's the thing, because we already know that Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson are in here, the original Joel and Ellie, but they, and they have sizable roles or something. That's been yeah. sort of described. Um, and so we were talking again before uh, recording of, you know, do you change the overall structure of how The Last of Us starts off? Because in the trailer, we can see things like, um, you know, when they crash the car at the beginning of the game and the uh, gas station explodes and there's a whole sort of set piece bit around there that is now in um, the TV show um, except that it's a plane crashing and it's a way bigger sort of spectacle but it still looks the same in terms of you know nailing the uh, the horror of that scene um, do they drag that stuff out in regards to spending more time with Joel and I forget the name of the person who's been cast as Sarah but do you spend more time with Joel beforehand so you have more of a connection as to what's being taken away from him yeah. to then go into all the relationship stuff with Ellie and then that whole journey and everything else afterwards I'm not sure I don't know whether they mimic the same pace I don't know how much you can mimic the same pace when it's a TV show versus playing Joel and playing through those scenarios totally. or playing as Sarah uh, in the first place. And, and that's kind of going to be fascinating to pick apart, which I hope we can do every single week when we'll the show comes out because I'm going to love like diving into that mm -hmm. stuff because, yeah, like what do they change and how do they change it? For me, I actually wouldn't want to spend more time with Joel and Sarah at the beginning mm. of the game because The Last of Us 1 has such an emotional gut punch because of how quick and yeah. how almost unexpected it is. Mm. Like when that game first came out, if I recall correctly, you'll know better than me, you mm. didn't realize that you were going to play as Sarah at all, no. so to immediately jump into her perspective and to have the horrific uh, kind of like night of outbreak <laughs> there unfurl before your very eyes was impactful. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to spend in the show, for my, for my money, one or two episodes with Joel and Sarah before we get to kind of yeah. the inciting incident. I'd rather that be quick and as punchy and as impactful as it was in the game. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Yeah, interestingly, back in the day, um, because they changed Ellie's face model around a few times, like at the time when that game finally started, I just assumed I was playing as Ellie. Right. And so when that whole scene played out the way that it does, um, massively got punched, like you said. Um, yeah, I just think it's interesting. I think that at some point, you know, what do you, what do you want out of a Last of Us TV show? Again, we were talking about before, The Last of Us overall, like for me, never felt like a franchise. It felt like a one-off. It felt like this really punchy, powerful, gut-wrenching one-off. And I remember when uh, Nolan North leaked that they were doing a second one, um, a good few years ago, he was at like a comic-con panel yeah and he just sort of he was being asked about new last of us stuff and he randomly just said well i know they're doing a part two and then he went into <laughs> something else and everyone was like hold on um but i always had that kind of feeling since then of like do you do a part two do you do a multiplayer spin-off do you do a tv show um and so i can't shake that yet i'm kind of just curious what's gonna make it feel like we need this um right. and i know that i always get hung up on that stuff but i'm just in this case um is it enough for the box to be ticked to just give people the last of us story in a different medium yes absolutely but am i gonna care as someone who
someone who loves the Last of Us game and knows what the cutscenes are and knows what those line deliveries are, etc. I don't, you know, like it just it depends. Like I remember when Twin Snakes dropped, yeah, and it was Metal Gear Solid again with the same script but done slightly differently, and I didn't get. I I do get that, and I think when we talk about that kind of stuff, we mm. kind of get into the nature of adaptations themselves, yep. not just video game adaptations. Like if you look at even what HBO has done in the past, like Game of Thrones, for mm. instance, while that was made with the fans in mind, it wasn't just made for the fans. You know no, what I mean? No. It was made to attract a whole new audience, which it did, mm. and kind of brought people into that world that had no idea potentially that it was even based on a series of books <laughs> yeah. and I imagine this is going to try and thread the same needle whereas it is primarily for a bunch of people who have not played the game and have not experienced the story but is obviously still trying to not piss off the fans who kind of <laughs> want to see this um, story brought to, to, to life authentically mm. however that does leave a gap for like diehards like yourself mm. who want to see kind of maybe things remixed who kind of want to see uh, the details changed here and there to mm. give you a fresh experience yes. as you've experienced this story so many times. The Uncharted approach. The Uncharted... Well, <laughs> that wasn't right. I want to clarify. The Uncharted movie, which I know you love. I don't love it, but I thought it was a lot of fun. I okay. went in with rock-bottom expectations, yes. and I had fun with it. I had fun with it. I thought it was a good approach. Yes. A pretty naff execution. Yeah. But, like, what they did... Papa John. I will agree, was quite uh, good and bold in how they, you know, like you said, remix certain elements mm. from the stories mm. and kind of, like, mix the stories of four and three and two and one and kind of incorporated different elements mm -hmm. but still managed to make it cohere and feel like Uncharted ultimately well, without yes. just retreading one of the games in particular yeah that's my that's my only thing with Uncharted the only thing that I liked about it overall was I liked the idea of you know time has passed since the original game or whatever first installment thing landed and you as a creative in this example Neil Druckmann or whatever have had many years passed since that first thing was let out into the world now you have multiple installments you have very different uh, different story parts and everything else if you spread them all out over an invisible table and then maybe you want to remix different parts maybe you want to connect different characters um, but still try and maintain the core of what brought people to that IP in the first place that's what I quite liked about Uncharted and I quite liked the way they changed around who was related to who and uh, different ways the plots unfilled and everything and it's not that I need that from everything but I do think that's a, a worthwhile way to approach um, a source material especially when you're going between mediums like especially in this case you're going from something that was interactive and active that we played through and we very much experienced in a very direct way and then you're taking that away it's like how do you still maintain an interest and make sure that there's a, there's a unique element to it um, that like I said isn't just recreating the cutscenes so um, that's what I like I think in this case it is the cutscene stuff um, yeah. but they are some of the best cutscenes some of the best storytelling in entertainment history so there's also that that's it man and I do think that the thematic weight of The Last of Us's story like it's 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 worthwhile adapting that yeah. for a new medium just on that merit alone because mm -hmm. it will translate well and yeah you might have already seen that and you might have already experienced the emotions that you get from that story mm -hmm. but I keep kind of coming back to the idea that so many millions of people won't have because they're not totally. interested in games or whatever in the idea that I get to experience those emotions again through this <laughs> retelling of the story and they get to come in fresh and experience mm. it uh, to me is very exciting like I this trailer made me go back and start The Last of Us Part <clears> 2 <throat> again because mm -hmm. obviously I just played through Part 1 our reviews on the channel it is um, and I just kind of was playing through the opening of The Last of Us 2 thinking I can't wait to see how they adapt this to the show right. and that was also the mentality that I had playing through part one as well mm -hmm. where I was thinking 
I, I was almost adapting it in my brain as I was going through that game again because I was just so excited for how well it could translate to an episodic TV show for yeah. a new audience. Like, yes. I, like I'm saying, very clarifying for mm. a new audience. Yeah, because I think that's the thing for me. It's, for the longest time in general sort of entertainment discussions, it was always that movies or TV shows were higher on the, the echelon, on the rung, than games. And it was always like the mecca for, for a game to be taken and made into a movie. That was like the thing that you wanted to do. Um, whereas I think, especially with something like The Last of Us, that it surpassed movies and TV show. I know it's a contentious thing. Big old conversations can come for that. But I would point to The Last of Us and be like, this is... This is just as good as any, yeah. you know, incredible movie that we hold up and we, we lord and everything. Um, but that's the thing. Is this the first time that, you know, because you made the Game of Thrones comparison before, is this the first time we've had video game source material that had so much weight and depth to it that it feels like you're adapting, like, a Lord of the Rings, a Game of Thrones, something that needs to be done right in a way that has a legion of fans going, like, well, that needs to land like this. Is this the first time this has happened? Because we've had a lot of video game movies. From a like specific cutscene perspective, mm. I think you are probably right. And from a specific beat-for-beat beat storytelling perspective, mm. I think we have had adaptations like Resident Evil in the past, where oh, yeah. the, the fandom is incredibly diehard about the mythology mm. and lore and wants to see that translated on screen. But even their stories, for as much as I love that franchise, and I really do love that <laughs> franchise, yes. you, know, you don't want to see those stories play out beat-for-beat beat in a movie mm. in the same way that you might with The Last of Us. Mm. I think the only direct comparison to this adaptation is The Witcher because obviously you know that's yes. based on a series of games as well as a but series books, of books yeah. yeah and it's uh, like obviously a rich tapestry of characters and mythology you're drawing from mm -hmm. I think that's the only kind of comparison to this but even that is more wide ranging and not as focused on its story mm. as The Last of Us is, you know what I mean? That's kind of what I mean, like, yeah, you have people that are very much emotionally invested in these characters and you absolutely love Joel and Ellie, etc. And so, yeah, it makes me think of like, it's, it has that weight behind it where it's like, okay, there's a huge budget, there's an incredible cast, there's an incredible production team, um, and we'll just see how it lands. So far, the response has been incredibly positive. Um, but let us know what you think down in the comments below of the idea of a Last of Us TV show. What do you think of the HBO trailer so far? For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. I'll tell you this, oh. for as much as we do disagree, this guy looks pretty good. He looks me. bang on, doesn't he? It's bang on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.